Hey everybody, this is Gary Kay, and obviously you're watching a video version of my Rants and Raves podcast, and I'm excited to be joined with two awesome gentlemen who are going to help me teach you a little bit about AV as a service in the future of our industry in a lot of ways. It's, it's related to AV as a service. First, we have Mark Tracy. Mark Tracy is the VP of Solutions at Solutions Strategy at Legrand. Hey, uh, Mark, how are you doing? Yeah, hi, Gary. Great. Thanks for having me. And, and by the way, why I got you on the phone? Is it Legrand or Legrand? Because everyone in the industry wants to know. We call it Legrand. It's a French Excellent. company, and we work for Legrand AV. To be specific. okay. Good. 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 And uh, and obviously, I have Scott Lauber on the on the uh, on the video call with me today. By the way, we're using Zoom. Thanks to Zoom and their technology. Um, Scott is the director of, uh, of uh, exactly what are you, director of Middle Atlantic, director of engineering or director of product development? One of the director of product development at uh, Middle Atlantic Products. Okay, excellent. And you all know Middle Atlantic is uh, that company that, that uh, started as a rat company has become a lot more than that, um, not only uh, historically, but also with Legrand's help. I think that's been a great uh, merger of talents within the organization. I want to start by uh, sort of delineating because our industry for a, a good 10 years now has done a really good job of, of offering remote management and uh, monitoring and remote service control, I guess you would say, of systems. And, and what I'm trying to talk about next, by the way, next Monday we're going to have a webinar. Next Monday at 2 o'clock. There'll be a webinar all about AV as a service uh, Eastern time. I believe it. I'm gonna look that up while I'm while I'm doing this. Two o'clock Eastern time because I don't want to I don't want to give the wrong time. I've I've done that before. Uh, we're gonna do a webinar on AV as a service. So that would be on uh, Monday, November fourth at two p.m. Eastern time. AV as a service. And I want to talk about the difference between the two because when I see remote monitoring and management, I think our industry does a pretty good job there thanks to companies like Xtron and Crestron and AMX and and a lot of companies that have offered network support of their products, for example. But AV as a service is quite different. It's more than just managing the equipment. It's really, it's really basically taking over a lot of the headache that the client has in managing AV systems from end to end. It, from the sales standpoint, because we could even we could even lease the equipment, we could we can uh, loan them the equipment, we can rent them the equipment, depending on what kind of model we have. The digital signage model, for example, is one way to go. All the way through the end, including upgrades and scalability of the system. Mark, do you see that difference between where we are at RMM and uh, AV as a service, like I do? Yeah, exactly, Scott. Uh, uh, Gary, that's a good way to put it. So, we look at um, RMM as one of those critical components of AV as a service, but it's just one of the pieces of the ecosystem. Uh, but when we step back a second and we go, why are we interested in AV as a service or RMM for that matter? That's my uh, come on, that's my sensor in my room. Um, we're interested in them for a great user experience. We want to deliver as an industry an exceptional user experience to these folks that are out there doing their video calls and, and helping them be more productive as a business, help them save money where they can, et cetera. So that's why we're having this whole discussion. So we look at um, RMM, like I said, as that critical component. One of the things that Legrand and Legrand AV does is provide those foundational products, um, as some people put it, the glue that, that holds it together and makes it all work. Yeah, and one of those blue products that I'm very familiar with is uh, Racklink, uh, which was uh, which was innovative when it was launched and still remains innovative now, a few years later, uh, Scott. Talk about sort of how that fits into where RMM has been and where it lives now versus where it will be in the future with uh, AV as a service. Absolutely. You know, it all started with just very basic power distribution, like getting, getting power where it was needed. 
uh, the middle Atlantic and, and across the industry. You know, we worked on solving real integrator problems like uh, surge protection, uh, over voltage, under voltage. But then even once those were solved, there were still these cases where uh, it was a mission critical application. Uh, and that's where Mid-Atlantic developed our uh, Rackling technology. It's an IP-based uh, solution that allows uh, the uh, Rackling uh, power distribution units to be integrated with uh, major uh, control platforms and even remotely monitored as well. And the important thing regarding uh, AV as a service or RMM is that if something does happen, if the worst does happen on site, uh, it alerts folks, it's, it stores information, and uh, ideally it actually self-heals. And that's been a, had a very big impact on the industry. And that's really one of the big <clears throat> differentiators I see, Mark, in AV as a service from the equipment standpoint is that instead of us being reactive, we can now be proactive because we control the equipment. Because when, when we sell equipment and install it in the current model, it still works well, but we have to wait until the customer tells us potentially in some cases. If we own the equipment, for example, we're leasing it to the client and we own the equipment and we still own the system that we originally installed, then it's in our best interest to make sure that stuff is up and running all the time and therefore, we can be a lot more proactive in our relationship with the customer as an integrator. Mark, would, would you agree with that conceptually, or am I being a little bit uh, narrow-minded with that? No, I think I think that's one of the benefits that we need to realize, and that's how we as manufacturers can help that uh, with things like uh, Racklink and self-healing or Luxel and self-healing networks. Um, mm -hmm. and some of those maybe unlocking some of those future services to help enable um, the integrators to be efficient and to solve those problems ahead of time, as you said, proactively or without even any downtime. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and, go ahead, Scott. I was just going to say there's a direct relationship between the profitability of a service arrangement uh, and the risk of that system. And so, as I said, there's solutions for building a more robust system on site, uh, but ultimately something may go wrong. And when it does, having that extra layer. Uh, you know, just reduces risk and overall increases profitability of an installation. Another piece that I look at this too, and, and uh, uh, remember, we're going to do a, we're going to do a complete webinar on this uh, next Monday, uh, November fourth at two p.m. Lagrand is sponsoring that webinar. But you know, uh, if, even if you weren't a sponsor, I would have you part of this webinar because you are. There's about five or six major glue companies in the industry. I've already mentioned some of them earlier, Crestron and Extron and AMX are, are part of that group and, and you as well. Mm -hmm. um, and that is that if you provide a system, it's, let's, let me back up one step. To have a very successful AV as a service model as an integrator, you need to provide equipment in addition to the services and the support and financial side of it. You need to provide equipment that's going to be very reliable and you're going to have intimate knowledge of and you're going to be able to predict what potentially can go wrong. So you have some data that knows that. To do that, we're going to need to narrow the products that we possibly carry into the ones that we have complete reliance on and capabilities of so that we know that when we're putting this in, it's less likely to fail, which ultimately leads to what my point was going to be. You're ultimately in the AV as a service model. In a way, it's real easy to sell it, in my opinion, to the customer because you're selling them job security. You're basically saying to them, if you spend your company's money, you're going to spend your company's money to make sure the system is up and operational. We're going to not only be reactive in an X amount of time, 10 hours, 12 hours, 24 hours, but we're going to be able to predict what's likely to happen or potentially fix it even before it actually happens. Right. Yeah. Well, what we see too with a lot of large deployments is the integrator has history. 
the integrator knows, uh, you know, has, you know, some installations already with that particular end user or customer. So they're familiar with the challenges. They're familiar with the risk environment. Uh, so to your point, it is a balance of the features of the products that you install, uh, but also the cost of those systems. Uh, and so again, with a customer where you have a great relationship, there's very few historical problems. You know, you might be able to balance the budget differently than a customer that you know notoriously has, whether it's power issues or, or, or usage challenges or requires a lot of service, you may want to invest more upfront to mitigate the risk of, of that uncertainty. And Mark, what do you think about that system simplicity concept? Yeah, well, we always take a systems approach um, and we, we, you know, it ties right into best practices that we've all done for all of these years. Um, but when the, we have to tie it all back to the um, user and providing, a, helping them provide a better business outcome. Are we making their meat more efficient? Are they easier to run? Are they taking less time? Are they saving money on energy? Those kinds of things will help us as an industry sell this uh, and, and really stay viable and stay profitable. Speaking of which, what kind of, like from Legrand's standpoint, because everyone's different. I know what some of the other manufacturers provide, but you're, you're kind of in a unique position because you're, a, you're a, 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 a conglomeration of multiple companies building desperate products. Do you, do you have a central data analytics system that all the products can use, or do you plug into all the major third-party data analytics systems? Uh, well, the answer is yes. Um, we certainly have uh, open APIs and we plug into the control systems of the world and all of that. Um, and we do have an Elliott program with Legrand that um, drives all of our um, data and analytics, et cetera, with the with Legrand Cloud. Mm -hmm. so, then, so then that, and it's also compatible with the IT uh, world as well, because a lot of these larger companies would obviously have their own management. Uh, systems that are IT based that they're managing all the equipment on the IT network for. So those APIs are obviously open for those to plug into. And I'm, I'm guessing you've probably even had to deal with customers using Honeywell system or Johnson and jo Johnson system, Johnson control system, or uh, you know any of these other big platforms that are out there. So, so we're in the unique position, as you said, because we are uh, made up of all of these world-class brands. Two examples, one is um, in the building control world, uh, Wattstopper is one of our brands, and they've got all kinds of deployments out there. They're helping folks save energy and manage buildings. Um, and on the data center side, both Raritan and ServerTech are brands of Legrand. So we're able to, you know, borrow some of that technology and lever it into the AV world as it makes sense. Mm -hmm. Do you have a program, like if I'm an integrator and I don't know where to go for this AV as a service or even the R&M side of things, or they haven't even got it, do you have like an educational program? Do you have a way to ease people into it? Or what do you suggest that they do as step one to engage the Legrand where you can help them with this? Well, a uh, couple of ways. We have a team that is uh, solely um, responsible for calling on end users and consultants and, and helping drive things like this through. Um, on our sales side, as well as any of our sales folks. But um, Legrand AV is always the place to go to get more of this types of information. So legrandav.com and uh, Scott, um, obviously we have, a, we have a little bit of a lull here before we see a bunch of products launched uh, next year with ISC and Infocom and the other shows coming. Um, can we expect to see this is not just gonna be one segment of products, but, but the idea of being able to get control uh, management and uh, analytics rolled into every product that we see come from uh, Legrand. I mean, uh, 
I mean, I see even remote control mounts, and I see, uh, mm -hmm. and I yep. see, you know, uh, isn't this going to be kind of a, an ingrained philosophy in the product development side? Yeah, I would say uh, one of the intro you, you just mentioned remote controlled mounts as an example, but one of the one of the things that I speak to internally is, you know, if your product could speak, what would it say? Right. And so uh, whether it's mounts and detecting the weight of a, of a display to know if the display is being tampered with or removed uh, or it's connectivity and actually detecting an HDMI signal. So none of these solutions exist today, uh, but definitely Legrand AV as we are working closer and closer together. Uh, we, we are brainstorming, you know, all the challenges an integrator could have and how to bring that data back to the integrator. And what's important, and it's a point you made, is uh, it's, it's not just about this closed AVD ecosystem, right? It's, it's about being open. So if a customer has an existing um, you know, monitoring system, that we make sure, uh, whether it's a control system or it's an IT system, that we make sure that, that our APIs are open uh, and available to all. And one more point on that, in, in keeping with what Scott's saying, the other piece that we're very concerned about is security, security and privacy. So that's built into everything Legrand does, um, and it's, it's very important going forward. Absolutely. And you can see all the Legrand brands at legrandav.com. By the way, I think everyone's probably familiar with their brands, but you include brands like uh, Badio and uh, Chief, uh, two key brands on the, on the commercial AV side, but in addition to Daylight and... Uh, but you also have uh, brands on both sides of the market and on the IT side. So a lot of, I think, two or three brands that have been brought up here, I bet that most of the people watching this don't know that they exist because they haven't historically been AV brands, but they're going to be AV brands in the future. So I appreciate this from uh, Mark and Scott. I appreciate you joining me today. And I want everyone to go to LaGrandeAV.com, check out what they have, but also sign up for that Webinar, it's free. Look, you get you get one CTS uh, RU, which can be used for CTS, CTSI, and CTSD, by the way, um, and uh, and it's free. It's two o'clock uh, a week from today, 